We want to welcome you today to the Blessing from the Valley podcast with your host, Pastor Mark Brandon. Join Pastor Brandon as he takes a new look at the old book, the Bible. Well, we are certainly thrilled today that you've joined us for the Blessing from the Valley podcast, and we have a special episode today. We have a special guest, a dear friend of mine, Brother Ron Cole, and uh, we have uh, a like spirit, like mind, and uh, not only that, we are from the same state, and uh, we are both wild and wonderful West Virginians, and that's always a blessing, and so uh, we're just thrilled to have him, and I've asked him to join me in this podcast today and also the next episode, and we're just going to talk about missions, and uh, Brother Ron has been involved in missions uh, for many, many years, and uh, we're just going to let him give his testimony today and kind of uh, give a summary of the ministry that he's involved in. But before we do that, I want to just share a little principle from God's Word with you today. And uh, the Bible very clearly says, of course, we think about missions, it's more than just giving. But uh, the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 7, every man according as he purposeth in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loveth a cheerful giver. I don't know about you, but I certainly, the Lord has worked on me in my life at becoming a cheerful giver. That's not always been the case in my life. But the other passage that I want to read to you today is in Philippians chapter 4, especially when we think about help ministries, and that's the ministry that Brother Ron's going to talk about today. This is the passage of scripture that really the Lord speaks to my heart about when it comes to this particular ministry. The Bible says in verse 15 of Philippians chapter 4, Now ye Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving, but ye only. For even in Thessalonica ye sent once and again into my necessity not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. And what a, what a promise, what a principle. When we give to the winning of souls, it's not about just the money, although we know we have to have it, but it's about the fruit. And here's the wonderful thing about missions. We know that we're going to face those precious people and spend eternity with them in heaven. And so if that doesn't motivate the Christian to get involved in missions in some way, shape, or form, then something is certainly not right with us in our spiritual life with the Lord. But we're glad to have Brother Ron here with us. Brother Ron, why don't you just share with us, maybe give us your testimony, uh, overview of Help Ministries, and you just have your have, have at it. I'd like to say hello to our listening audience. And I'm privileged to be a part of this podcast today. And uh, thanks to Brother Mark and the fine folks here at Tiftonia Baptist Church. And my, what a what an opportunity, what a privilege it is to serve the Lord, to be involved in his missions program. As Mark mentioned, we're we both uh, come from the great state of West Virginia. I was raised there, uh, grew up in church there. I could jump two fences from my house and be at church. And I was even there sometimes if my parents were working late. I would uh, make the effort to get to church. Uh, God put a burden in my heart early as a young man. Uh, I made a profession as a young boy. I thought it was genuine, thought it was real, but my college days would prove out that it wasn't what I, what I thought it was, what everyone else thought it was. I joined the Army. My wife and I got married. 
uh, we were stationed in Germany. I was invited to a, a little Baptist church on the outskirts of, of uh, Hanau, Germany. Uh, my crew chief uh, or section chief invited me out there and we went and we heard the gospel. I just joined into the church, plugged back in, became the mission's treasurer, became youth activities director, became the song leader on occasion, went on visitation. But one Sunday morning, the gospel was preached and I had this realization that I was lost. Now I told myself, my, I can't be saved. I'm doing all these things. They're gonna think I'm crazy, but I come to the conclusion that I wasn't gonna worry about what a bunch of Baptists were gonna think over whether or not I was gonna go to heaven when I died. And I went forward that morning and uh, I trusted the Lord to save me. And, you know, all the fears that I had in my mind, none of those fears were realized because no one said, what in the world have you been doing? But everyone rejoiced with me. So for me, I was saved because an American missionary sacrificed 18 years of his life, left the state of Florida, left his home and his family. And then it took some people to give to support him. I don't know the churches. I don't know the people that gave. But I know this, that those people, whoever they were, those churches, whoever they were, gave sacrificially, maybe gave out of their abundance. All I know is this, that they gave, and this missionary sacrificed a number of years of his life. And as a result of that, God used it to reach me. It was there that I was saved. It was in that church that I was called to preach. It was there that I knew that one day God was going to burden my heart for missions. Ironically enough, that year was 1994. Also in that very same year, something else was happening. There was a guy by the name of Scotty Drake, and he and a handful of men from Tampa, Florida, were organizing this new, fresh approach to world missions, and it was called Help Ministries. They officially organized it in 1994. I was saved and called to preach in 1994 and surrendered to missions, but I had no idea ultimately how God would use it. I fulfilled my military obligation, went back home to West Virginia, served as a youth pastor in that church that I jumped those two fences and went mm -hmm. to as a boy. But this time I attended that church as a saved man. I worked with young people there, youth. Uh, we took them on missions trips. We actually took our our kids to a couple of missions trips, and God blessed it. I became a pastor uh, of, a, of a church with about 20 minutes away from that church in that same area. It was a Griffith Creek Baptist Church, and I pastored there for three years. But while I was pastoring, we were having a missions conference with Help Ministries. And during that missions conference, God burdened my heart, God burdened my wife's heart to surrender full-time to the ministry, to missions. And we left the state of West Virginia, and we moved to Florida, and we became involved in this thing that we know as Help Ministries. That was 20 years ago, nearly today. And it doesn't seem like it's been that long, Brother Mark, no. but boy, the time has passed. But God has done marvelous things Amen. in those 20 years. Amen. He sure has. And uh, I was introduced to Help Ministries when I was at Greystone Baptist Church, uh, not far from Griffiths Creek Baptist Church. That's actually where me and brother Ron met. He was pastoring there. I was an assistant pastor at Greystone Baptist Church in Fairley, West Virginia. And I too, when I was introduced to Help Ministries, uh, they would bring those men in from all over the different countries and just gripped my heart, fell in love with those men, loved what the ministry was about. And so I understand that. And 
you know, just the very thought of what you're saying, you being a product of missions, uh, no doubt God has enlarged your heart in that. And why don't you tell us, give us a little bit. Now, we're in mission conference this week. Uh, Brother Ron is with us. Uh, the last several years been with us every week, a week in October. And then we'll be having the national conference um, next week uh, in King, North Carolina. And that's where the headquarters are for Help Ministries. And why don't you explain to the listeners today of just give us an overview of Help Ministries and, and what the vision is and, you know, the statistics. Maybe I know you know how many countries we're in, how many missionaries we're supporting, and maybe just um, explain the difference in the fresh approach of where we're helping nationals and, and uh, every drop of money goes to the actual missionary and maybe explain out of the giving of their hearts how they help the office as well. Um, Absolutely. So. Love to do that, Preacher. HELP Ministries is an acronym that stands for Help Evangelize Lost People. Uh, and that's what we're trying to do. Now, I mentioned that I'm saved and I'm here today as a result of an American missionary. Some folks kind of throw stones at us and say that we're against American missions, but nothing could be further from the truth. We're not here to be a competition to American missions work, but a complement to the American missions work. So our little niche is working with national pastors, indigenous to that area, people who have lived there their whole lives, people who know the culture and the language and the customs who are ingrained in that society. And we believe to fully reach a country that there are just not enough Americans preacher to yeah. do that to fully reach every village, to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature, to teach them all things whatsoever uh, has been commanded. The only way to do that is to plant churches in every village. And the only way to accomplish that is to train and equip the national pastor to be able to reach his people. And so that's what we have tried to do is train and equip the national. Most of the, the guys that we work with are in third world countries. Now we've not sought this or gone after this, but the Lord has just kind of laid this in our laps. And so these third world countries where people are living and surviving off of, in some cases, $50 a month, in some cases, a hundred or 200 or $300 a month. Whereas for us here, that, that doesn't seem like a whole lot of money, but we can have four or five churches support at $25 a month, a missionary in just a very short time, get him all the support that he needs to be able to go back and, and put himself full time into the ministry of reaching his people. So we've done that. We started in Mexico back in 1994. Other countries begin to come in, and now we have a presence in nearly 70 countries around the world. Now, all of this has been delivered to us by the Lord. We didn't have to go out and look, and we didn't have to even go out and knock. God just opened the doors. He showed us the doors, and we were able, by the grace of God, to walk through those doors. We are partnering now in those nearly 70 countries with directly 600 men that receive support from our ministry on a monthly basis. Now, those 600 men, it doesn't stop with them. They take some of the support and they funnel it and give it to church planters that have been sent out of their ministry, uh, Bible college students that are being trained, uh, ministries of their church like orphanages, 
or, or, or Bible college institutes or, or, or things of that nature. And so we believe that we're probably ultimately helping thousands of men on a monthly basis, but we can directly uh, track that to these 600 men working in these 70 countries. And unique to our, not unique to our ministry, but something that's good about our ministry, we believe, is the fact that we operate on faith. So every penny that's sent to us designated for a specific purpose from local churches, and we have over a thousand churches, uh, nearly 800 that give on a monthly basis, well over a thousand that give on a yearly basis here from all states in America with the exception of one. And I don't want to single anybody out and drop the name of that state, but 49 states sent support in for our ministry last year. And every penny that was sent in went to the missionary or the purpose that it was designated for. So we, as a leadership, have, have trusted God to meet our needs. All of us that work the ministry have raised our individual support so that we can throw ourselves full-time at the ministry and be able to tell folks that everything you send is going to go to the missionary that you send it to. Uh, we work with men that we have vetted for a number of years, but we are working with men that are going to do it whether or not we help them. In fact, they've done it. And so we are finding men that are already doing it. And whether or not we help them is immaterial. They're going to do it irregardless. But we believe this, that if we help them, they're going to do more than they would have done otherwise. And with some help, they'll be able to get to the next village, to the next town. And we're encouraging them even to get to the next country. And uh, not realizing that worldwide missions is not just a responsibility of churches in America, but it's a responsibility of local New Testament fundamental Baptist churches around the world. And while we can probably give more than they, if we look at it in, in, in far, as far as the sum of it, but percentage wise, they're able to give just as much, if not more than us. And so we praise God for that. And they're giving, and they are doing that. Uh, many of the men that we help uh, through Help Ministries, they're sending out missionaries to different countries. You know, we support one gentleman. Uh, he's moved from the Philippines, and he's in Cambodia. And, uh, you know, so what a blessing that they're reproducing. And so uh, absolutely, and I am just honored to be a part of Help Ministries. I'm honored to have Brother Ron and these men with us this week. And uh, we started on Sunday. We have a gentleman from Mexico, a gentleman from Kenya, and a gentleman from the Philippines with us, along with Brother Ron. We've been doing some great preaching. It's been a great meeting this week, and uh, we're just thankful. If you're in this area, come and see us at Tiftonia Baptist Church for our mission conference this week, uh, 7 o'clock, Monday through Wednesday this week. We'd love to have you. Listen, we're going to sign off for now. We're so thankful you've tuned in, and uh, you tune in, tune into the next podcast as we look at the matter of faith promise or giving to missions, and it's a delight to have Brother Ron Cole with us. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening today. Our prayer is that this episode was a great encouragement to you, and we invite you to join us again next time for the blessing from the valley.